Andre Dawson, Hall of Famer from the Chicago Cubs, and you're listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast featuring everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Manaman. Hello, this is Donna Hirsch with New Eagle Insurance, proud sponsor of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. New Eagle Insurance is an independent agency offering several carriers for home, auto, and recreational vehicles, as well as business insurance. This allows us to customize your coverages and offer a competitive premium. Let us step up to the plate and knock it out of the park. Call New Eagle Insurance today at 563-582-5834. Welcome back to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. As always, this is everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman, and this is your high school weekly update for the week of May 30th to June 2nd. Last week's co-host, Elise Sung, she's a little nervous to come on the podcast for a second week in a row after picking Beckman to beat Waller. That didn't happen. So, Our high school athlete that we're featuring this week has agreed to do some co-hosting duties and we're going to work in a nice interview with him. He's currently the Western Dubuque Hitter of the Week, one of the hottest hitters in the state. Once we go through our state leaderboard, I'm sure you're going to hear his name a couple times. Western Dubuque, utility man, pitcher extraordinaire, he does it all. Connor Myers, welcome to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Thank you for having me. Before we get into that, i got to thank our great sponsors, Dugout Sports and Fairfax, Iowa. Train where the pros in Iowa train. Two great insurance companies, Nolan Weber Insurance and New Eagle Insurance. Tyler Ernson from Genuine Landscape and Design. Last but not least, Foley Distributing. Connor, tell us, how's the season going for you? How's the season going for the Bobcats? Uh, the season's been going well so far. I think uh, we filled the holes from the seniors. We graduated really well. We've won some games against some well-rounded teams and found some places we need to work on. But it's good to see where the team is right now this early in the season. Now, before we get into the team records, are you thinking about doing communications in high school or in, in college? You're doing a great job already. What are the future plans after um – after high school's over, what are you thinking about majoring in? Is baseball a possibility as well? Um, I'm actually heading to the University of Wisconsin Platteville for medical biology, and I'm going to pitch there as well. Awesome, very cool. I think I did see that announcement with you and um, Caleb Klein. I believe is going there, and Isaac Thane. Correct. Man, yes. they are just stacking up on state championship talent. Let's look at the record so far for the year going on. Hempstead currently 3-7 and seven overall, 2-6 and six on the Valley side of the Mississippi Valley Conference. You guys are coming off a sweep of them, beating them by the mercy rule twice. Wallert currently 6th and 6th, 5th on the Mississippi side of the MVC Conference. They are currently unranked. Beckman is ranked fourth in 2A, 4-4 four four overall, and 4-0 and oh 
putting them for the conference lead in the Womack Conference East. Western Dubuque, your team 9-2, first in 3A and currently tied with Cedar Rapids Prairie, who's the only unbeaten. And both conference records are 8-0. Senior ended the week with a split over rival Waller. And they are currently fourth on the Valley side in the NBC Conference, and they're at four and seven. And Cascade is four and one, currently ranked six and two A, and two and zero, oh, and the top of the River North side of the conference. Connor, looking at those records and conference standings, is there anything that jumps out to you or or surprises you? Um, feel free if you only want to talk about Western Dubuque, that's fine. Do we have that game versus Prairie circled on our calendar, and do we know when that's going to happen? Well, we're trying to focus on the games right now. I mean, obviously we take a look ahead, but this week's going to be big for us. we got some good games coming up, some tough competition that we've just been focusing on right now. Let's take a look at the state leaders. These are all classes. Connor, if you listen closely, you might hear your name in there. We have Nate Offerman from Beckman and a teammate of yours, Tanner Anderson, currently at the leaderboard with wins when it comes to the state. Each of them have three wins currently on the year. What can you tell us about Tanner Anderson? He's a teammate of yours. He's currently a sophomore. I don't think people were expecting this hot start from him. What is it about Tanner that has made him so successful this year? I mean, just seeing him at pitches and catchers this spring, we knew he was going to be good. Um, he carries a certain swagger that uh, makes him mature enough. And I mean, he's pitching lights out right now. and That's good to have in your back pocket. Yeah, your rotation is extremely deep. Currently, Jack Walsh from Wallert and Kurt Saunders Jr. from Hempstead are currently leading the state all classes with three saves. Another teammate of yours, past dugout sports due to the night. Keep those nominations coming in. Ranks currently fourth in the state in runs scored with 16. What is it about JT? I know he's that pest at the top of the lineup. What does he do well? How does he energize the team when he gets on base and when he's out in the field? I mean, he's a guy that's going to get on base. Uh, I mean, the stats speak for himself. He's been doing this pretty much ever since he's been on the team. Um, and he's kind of that leader that we look to because he's been on the team for so long, and he gives the dugout a certain energy when he's going good, and we know that when he comes up, even if we're struggling, that he can start us up. Luke Sigworth for Beckman got off to that hot start. He is currently on two leaderboards in all classes. He ranks third in the state with 17 hits and fifth in the state in all classes with 26 total bases. Jonathan Willie from Senior leads the state with five triples. And yourself, Connor Myers, currently second in the state with four triples. So, Connor, are you just that fast, or do you benefit from playing in one of the bigger ballparks in the state? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, I just had some balls that dropped that, 
end up letting me get in the third. Um, but it's nice to see that happen. Yeah, and um, Coach Bryant definitely, I think, uh, might have to have rotator cup surgery after this year with all the guys he's waving around scoring. Another <laughs> surprise here. I don't think it's a surprise from anybody in Western Dubuque, but I know this guy wasn't on a lot of guys' radars. Hunter Quigliano from the Bobcats, your teammate, currently ranks third in the state with six doubles. What can you tell us about Hunter? What punch does he provide in that lineup for the Bobcats? I mean, our entire lineup is kind of like that. We'll just hammer when we're on, but uh, I mean... Hunter, he hits the ball hard, and he finds gaps, and, I mean, he's shown it this year. Connor, just think, if he had your speed, he might lead the state in triples, right? (laughs) Connor, believe it or not, we are already a third of the way through the season. So normally, Elise and I we would take a look at the genuine landscape and design games of the week, and we would pick winners. We're not going to do that this week because we do not have any area games. So we're going to take a look at the two early end-of-the-season awards, and I'm going to get your take on some. And I'm going to, you know, you see the stats on Bound, and you hear the names, and you get the scouting reports from Coach Bryant. So... I'm going to tell you who I'm thinking. You tell me names that pop into your head on guys that are just having great years. So the first one is the Dugout Sports MVP. Right now, when I look at the six teams that I've covered, I'm thinking the early front runner is Brett Harris from Western Dubuque. His on-base percentage is around 500. He's got 12 RBIs. He's hitting over 300. He's Five for five on stolen bases and two and zero oh on the mound with an ERA of one point one seven. He has eleven Ks in twelve innings of work. Now you also are one that might be on this list as well. So when you hear way too early to call MVP, who are some names in the area that are off to hot starts? I mean, I like to talk about my guys, Isaac and Brett and Caleb and. Colton and all those guys, but um, looking at some other guys that we know are doing it is John Willie. I mean, I've played with him for a long time, and he just keeps doing what he always does. Um, Johnny Meering is one that he'll just go off and never look back. But uh, those are just some names that come into my head. And when you think of MVP, those guys that are pitchers as well also benefit in that stat as well. So now we're going to take a look at the New Eagle Insurance Pitcher of the Year. Way too early to call. When I look at it, I'm thinking old school here. I'm a wins guy. I think that is the most important stat in baseball, but you got people throwing out quality starts. You got people throwing out this. So I'm going to throw out two guys that are at the top of the leaderboard, Nate Offerman from Beckman and a teammate of yours, Tanner Anderson, right now would be the two guys that would get my nod. Who's getting your nod in the way too early pitcher of the year award? 
I mean, both those guys are dealing. And, I mean, John Willie's also coming off a great outing. And, and I just, Ryan Brosh just throws good. I know uh, a couple other guys from Waller just deal. And it's, it's going to be a tough. It is. You mentioned Bryce Rudiger. We also have Cooper Hummel from Cascade who threw well. You know, Nate Offerman... I believe has now put down the golf clubs and has now picked up a baseball bat. So he might be in that MVP conversation too once he starts swinging it. Fully distributing offensive player of the year. Right now, he was in the headlines quite a bit the first two weeks. I would have to give that to Luke Sigworth. He's currently hitting 630. The rest of the numbers are at the top of the leaderboard. He went 20 consecutive at-bats without making an out you hear offense who are you thinking early who are some of those guys I'm sure you know coach Brian has had this conversation with the team with the pitching staff guys that you have to be careful around in the area guys that he'll make a pitching mound visit and say don't give this guy anything to hit we're going to throw him four straight curveballs and if they're uh, four balls that's okay we'll get the next guy who are some of those guys that come to mind when you when you fear are stepping into the box or are having great offensive seasons? I mean, Luke Sigworth obviously comes to mind. He's having a great start. Um, then there's, there's guys everywhere that can just put the ball in play and find their way on. And then the ne- next one, which would be the last player award, is that Nolan... I'm sorry, Genuine Landscape and Design Varsity Newcomer. And I'm going to go with two teammates of yours. I would really have to dive into the rosters, talk to the coaches on who did not play much last year. I do have to check on this guy. I'm not sure how many at-bats, if any, Hunter Quigliano got last year. But Hunter Quigliano, he's doing it. He's swinging it. He's driving the ball. He's driving in runs. And then looking at the pitching aspect of it as well, we also have Tanner Anderson. So, who are some guys that are new to varsity that pop into your mind, or are you going to agree with me on this one? I mean, and those guys obviously come to mind, but uh, there's guys like Clayton Lindecker, too, who are coming out of the bullpen just shutting it down, and that's nice to have. There's also Brayden Delaney who stepped in behind the dish, who's I mean, being a defensive unit. And that's what you need, especially with the catcher being the leader. I like the way he stepped into it. Um, and Connor Krogman's also doing really good. Just that utility guy that DHs, and he's been getting on base for us and having key hits. A couple of guys you mentioned there, I believe. I could be wrong. I was wrong one time back in 1984. I have not been wrong since. But I do believe Clayton Lindecker is 3-0 and on the year. You mentioned Braden Delaney. He's at the top of the leaderboard in assists and also top of the leaderboard as well in putouts. Now, lastly, and I know who you're going to say with this, and it will get to a good follow-up question here. And then, and then we're going to get to know more about Connor. Great kid. I've known Connor since he's been an eighth grader, always smiling and the thing that I love most about Connor, Connor does everything a baseball player should do. Connor will take the extra base. 
Connor will dive for a ball up the middle. Connor will crash into that fence to record the last out. Connor will lay down that sacrifice bunt. He will be the first out of the dugout to give a high five to a person that advances the runner with a lazy ground ball to second base with a runner on on second base. That is what baseball players do. And Connor is a true baseball player. And he's been doing that since eighth grade for the Bobcats. Coach of the year right now, way too early to tell, but I would have to hand it over to Roman Hummel or Coach Casey Bryant. Probably Coach Casey Bryant getting the nod there. I'm sure you're giving it to Coach Casey Bryant, but my question for you is how have assistant coach Lawler and coach Bryant kept you guys even keel this year? Last year, you guys really flew under the radar. This year, you're getting everybody's best shot. So what has the coaching staff done to help out the Bobcats this year? Well, I mean, from off the bat, we knew that we were going to have kind of a target on our backs and we were going to see everyone's best. And um, Coach Brian and Coach Lawler knew that and they knew that we knew that, but they've been doing good about it. They've been really good trying to keep us playing loose and not worrying so much about what everyone's thinking and those rankings. Those rankings are nice, but they always say that the only ones that matter at the end of the season. And um, so right now we're just trying to focus on the game at hand and we know things aren't always going to go our way, but being able to respond to situations are, is key. You want to be the team that wins the last game of the season, and we know there's only four teams that win that last game of the season. How are things different this year from last year? I mean, like I said, we're coming in with that target, and we know we're going to see everyone's best. But that's what playoff baseball is, and that's what the coaches keep telling us. And this is a good chance to prove what we can do. And I feel like the team is ready to stand up to that challenge. Um, us seniors, we had good leaders last year, and we see that's our job to step up now and set the tone and expectations for what this program is and what we're striving to accomplish. Stick around for more great content, but first, a word from one of our amazing sponsors. Our next sponsor is Tyler Ernson, owner and operator of Genuine Landscape and Design. They continue to be the trusted go-to landscape and lawn care company of the tri-state baseball community. Whether it's regular lawn maintenance, a retaining wall, or a complete landscape makeover, they are always glad to help get your property looking pristine. As of last summer, they have become a licensed nursery located at 16109 Root Lane in Holy Cross, Iowa, carrying a wide variety of natives, trees, perennials, and other nursery favorites. Check them out on their website at GenuineLandscapeAndDesign.com or on Facebook. Phone number is 563-581-1052. This year they will also be carrying a handful of field maintenance supplies as well, such as Kentucky Bluegrass Sod, 
Clay and Field Conditioner as proud sponsors of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Anyone who mentions they heard them through this podcast will receive 10% off their next service. Connor, I want to ask you a question, and I want you to be 100% honest with me here. I didn't send this one to you. When I released my preseason All-Dubuque team, which if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to that one yet, go back and listen to it. It's in our catalog. Fantastic episode. Were you pissed off that I left you off that team? I mean, I try not to... I mean, I listened to it, but I mean, I wasn't mad about it. It doesn't really affect me. It's about going out there and doing what we know we can do and seeing it at the end. The reason why I asked that question is one of the qualities that I I love most about you. That is a performance-based list. And last year, you were a role player, and you got some playing time here and there, and the other guys that were on that team, your stats did not compare. Not that you couldn't play, it's just the fact that you didn't have the stats to verify putting you on that list. But what I like about you is how great of a teammate you are, and I like how committed to the program that you are because I talk to coach Bryant regularly. I talk to all the coaches regularly. And during that time, you had such a a positive attitude and you were such a great teammate. And in the years of the transfer portal and the years of kids just picking up and leaving, you could have easily left Western Dubuque, gone to how many other schools in the area, been their starting second baseman, been their starting shortstop, been their one, two, or three pitcher, and and put up huge numbers, and you didn't do that. You stayed with the program. This is your fifth year. You kept on grinding and grinding and grinding, and now is your time, and you're making the most of it. You're currently one of the hottest hitters in the state. You're currently Western Dubuque's hitter of the week. You have had great starts on the mound, so talk to me. When did your preseason workouts and preseason throwing start? And what were some things you did in the offseason to stay the course? Because everybody knew you could play, but Western Dubuque was just loaded and you just had to wait your turn. So tell us a little bit about your offseason stuff and then your mindset coming into this year and how it changed from previous years. I mean... After the way we ended it last year, we knew we were going to have to come back. But uh, uh, getting the cages and playing catch consistently with the group of guys has been big for everybody. Uh, we would go get each other and to go hit and throw. And it was nice to see everyone wanting to get the work in. Uh, even with guys in other sports, they would have this baseball team in the back of their minds and make it kind of make sure they get out and get their work in. Um as far as me, what I was focusing on this preseason was just trying to gain weight, get bigger, stronger, faster, and staying healthy. And that's a lot to do with our 
weightlifting program at the high school during the year. And it just helps tremendously having those people around you in the culture. You mentioned the culture. How does it work at Western Dubuque? I look at your guys' roster, and I look at your roster last year, and some schools I look at, it's all senior and junior heavy. You might have a sophomore here and there, but Western Dubuque's roster is 8th graders through 12th graders. So how do you welcome those 8th graders in so they don't feel like they're – uh, not a part of the team because they hadn't been to the high school. You know, new guys like Hunter, Hunter Quigliano and Tanner Anderson, guys who are sophomores, who are joining a really core group of talented upperclassmen and guys that are walking around with rings on their fingers. How do you welcome those guys to make them feel that they're not outsiders, they're not strangers, and as an eighth grader, you can be comfortable trying out for the varsity team, or a freshman or sophomore trying out for the varsity team. I mean, it's unmatched. We all we all know that, I mean, we're all just a bunch of friends and brothers, and uh, we all make an effort to make sure everyone we know everybody and we're close because that's how you build something and that's important and we want to make sure that everyone feels welcomed and that's how you play your best connor i have a facebook group and i posted can't remember if it was a dude of the night or or a king of the hill and an assistant coach in my Facebook group commented on it. By the way, Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, if you don't follow, or at Coach Manaman on Twitter. And he commented, end quote, it would not surprise me if they won it again, end quote. What is it about Western Dubuque that an assistant coach in the Mississippi Valley would comment about how dangerous this team is and how it wouldn't surprise them one bit if you guys won the whole thing again. I mean, our deep lineup, I think, has a big factor into it. Uh, everyone can hit, everyone can get on base, everyone can do a job. And we, as a whole collective, feel like we can put up a big number at any time. Uh, no one in the dugout thinks that we're ever out of a game and that confidence doesn't waver when we're down and that's an important mindset to have. We've talked about a couple guys. I know that to have a successful season after 20 or so years of coaching, give or take a couple of years on the end, that to have a successful year, your studs need to have stud years. And you need to avoid injuries. And every year where I was really successful, I always had a handful of players that I really was not expecting much from that ended up having great years. So I talked earlier in the episode about Hunter Quigliano, Tanner Anderson. You've mentioned Clayton Lindecker, Braden Delaney, and I can't remember the other guy that you mentioned, but looking at your roster, who are some of the unsung heroes that are either pushing the guys to be better 
great role players, great courtesy runners, or good lefty-lefty matchup guys, who are some of the guys that are just playing great baseball, but Coach Manaman on the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast has not talked about them, or the TH hasn't talked about them at all? I mean, the runners really don't give, the courtesy runners don't get what I feel like they should. They're they're key to the game. They snag bases. Jonah Markham, TJ Cook, they're incredible on the bases. They read balls in the dirt. They take those extra bases, and every 90 feet matters. You got to you got to take care of it, and that's what win game, wins games. Connor, this was a lot of fun. Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, thanks for having me. So people listening to this, I had an interview for, for Connor, and I, I sprung it on him last minute saying, hey, I need a co-host. Can you jump on here with me, and can we just talk about baseball? And, and he was gung-ho for doing it. So, Connor, I wish you, the Western Dubuque Bobcats, the best of luck the rest of the way out for the 2023 season. Last question before we hit into that podcast killing double play. Where are we going to see the Bobcats in July? I mean, it's still a little early to say and whatnot because things happen, but I feel like if everybody can stay healthy and keep our focus, we have the ability and depth to still be playing at that time. Connor, thanks again. Best of luck the rest of the year. 643, we're out of here. Dugout Sports in Fairfax, Iowa is a proud sponsor of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Train where the pros in Iowa train at Dugout Sports. They have top-notch instructors, offer amazing camps led by owner and operator Jay Wannell. Find them on Facebook or with a simple Google search, Dugout Sports in Fairfax, Iowa, to get all your information. Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Don't forget to stop by Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, and also subscribe on Spotify.